We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It is March 4th. It's 2020, and we have nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I am joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Uh, Ready to break another pod down. You know, every NBA pod we produce from here on out gets us closer to MLB. And I love NBA, man. I, I think it's fantastic. And uh, when playoff time comes, I'm going to be heavily invested in those single games. I, I love playoff, uh, you know, showdown tournaments, man. I just – I love it. However, you know, uh, we're in the doldrum days here. NBA, probably going to see a lot more injuries, a lot more guys resting as we get closer to the end. Nevertheless, we still have to help the people make some money. Yeah, this is the time of the NBA that I – like it, we're in that like transition period of like really liking it and really like just waiting for the playoffs to start. So um, I feel like rotations are really important and like, you know, just kind of trying to predict the minutes like it always is, but rotations change so much as the season goes and it changes so much. Like, you know, I, I posted this, um, you know, the extra survey, the the fun stat or something like there's just so much you're going to realize as you're going throughout, um, you know, February and March where you need to be, you know, kind of narrowing it down, looking at what teams are doing. You know, Grant yesterday talked about Washington, um, how they're playing much better defense right now. So, you know, just kind of kind of pay attention to those things. And like, well, is Minnesota, New Orleans, they were playing at like such a faster pace than everybody in the NBA. And we look and see what happened with that game. Um, yesterday so 
Uh, before we get into breaking down this slate, I did want to mention that tomorrow, 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 uh, today, just kidding, today, um, we're recording the night before, but today, Wednesday, March 4th, we have a live betting show following crunch time today over there at Rotogrinders Live, rotogrinders.com slash videos. JJ Mangon and Big T will be live. They're going to be betting college and NBA hoops. They're, they're starting with 500 bucks, and, you know, we're, they're going to see – who can run it up the most? Um, it should be a ton of fun for these guys. It's going to be a fun show to watch. You know, it's definitely something different. So um, if you've been following along with Sharp Side, you've been taking advantage of trying to win that free money. You know, this is something that they got going on over there with Sharp Side and Rotor Grinders. So Big T, JJ, and Mangone, 725 Eastern live betting show. Um, it'd be a ton of fun to kind of watch them sweat this out because some of these games, uh, especially NBA in the early slate, are very interesting. So be interesting to see where big old, big old T, you know, puts his money with those Milwaukee games uh, up there. So make sure you're checking that out. Um, <laughs> ton of fun over there. So live betting show presented by sharp side and rotor grinders after crunch time, seven twenty five Eastern. Uh, let's get into the slate. Will we start here with Boston at Cleveland? No total in this game. It's a back to back for Boston. Gordon Hayward bruised his knee, tried to play through it, left the game on Tuesday. We're going to put him as questionable. Kimball was on a minutes restriction. It's a back-to-back. He's questionable. I read that Tatum's not expected to play, but we're going to put him as questionable too until we actually get the news that he's not going to play. So a lot of question marks here for Boston. And then, you know, we go to the other side of this game, Will. We have Drummond out, Exum out, Garland out, McKenney out, Tristan Thompson questionable. So this whole game is questionable just to play. Um, <laughs> it's just – um, let's start, let's start with Boston. Obviously this is super hard to break down the night before, um, you know, with Kimba potentially, you know, we'll, we'll have to see, like, are, are they just going to play him on a minutes restriction back-to-back nights? They're going to play him back-to-back nights. This could be a spot like Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart are the two best plays on the slate and in the first game of the slate. Yeah, they would probably be two of the best plays because I think I'm going to fire under the impression that Kimba sits today. I, That's where I'm I at. I, I don't think he's playing on a back-to-back, uh, not against Cleveland, period, period. I don't think he's playing. Uh, I don't think Gordon Hayward's going to play. I think Tatum's going to be out. This could very well be a, another big spot. However, the sites have already priced up. Jalen Brown is 8,100 today. And uh, Marcus Smart is 7K. So if you want to play them on, on DK, you're really going to have to make a, a strong decision. On FanDuel, you got Smart at 65 and, and Brown at 64. And then I think my favorite play is probably going to be Daniel Tice. If all these guys are out again, I just I, I think Tice is going to be in play here. Um, you know, I really wish – we could play Grant Williams. I wish this is a spot where they would play him some minutes. Uh, he might be a friend's guy I look at. And I think Brad Wanamaker, I don't like Brad Wanamaker, but he may have to in- enter the discussion if all these guys sit. He may play 30 minutes. And he's going to be a value play that I think we can look at, especially with how Cleveland has just been getting destroyed by point guards. So those are a couple of tidbits I wanted to throw in there. But I think most of these guys are going to sit. Hopefully we're right. Yeah, we'll obviously have to see how this kind of plays out. Um, you know, Boston 
they not only did they play Brooklyn, like they went to overtime. Um, you know, Marcus Smart played 36 minutes, Brown played 35. Kimba with his strict minutes limit played 23 minutes. Um, Javante Green played 21 minutes. Uh, Wanamaker played 29 minutes. Oh yeah. You no, know, even like Grant Grant Williams ended up playing. Carson Edwards ended up playing. This might be a spot if they sit Kimba that they just unload the bench here against Cleveland um, and, and let Jalen and you know Marcus Smart just have all the usage in the world in this game. So I don't even hate the fact that these guys are priced up. But depending on the news that we get here for Boston, I know we're spending a lot of time on this one. But depending on the news that we get for Boston, we have a lot of potential value here because um, it's Cleveland. You know, this is a game that with Boston being on the back-to-back and all these guys out, this game probably stays close. So, you know, we go to the Cleveland side of things here. There's plenty of options to run this back with. You know, if Thompson doesn't play, you run it back with Nansen Love. You know, you could play Porter Jr., who I played the other night. He played 41 minutes. Like, he didn't crush, but – you know, give me 30 fantasy points at 5,300 on a game stack, and I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, we talked a little bit about Osman. He ended up playing 39 minutes. Um, I mentioned Della Dove on the podcast the other day. He played 29 minutes. So, depending on the injuries here, Della Dova at 3,500, you know, he's another guy that sets up, again, to play right around, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah, man, uh, and, and which last night I played a, 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 a lot of Colin Sexton and that kind of – Really, really helped my night. I ended up with a lot of guys, mid-range guys in the 40s and 50s. And this just feels like another one of those spots where, you know, which, I mean, these guys are priced up. So you got Larry Nance at 6,500. But, you know, if he's going to crank out 40-plus fantasy points and play 40 minutes or 38 minutes even, I mean, I think you take it. Same thing for Love. Same thing for Osman. Same thing for Porter Jr. I mean, this could be, like you said, Stevie, so eloquently the game of the night before the slate even gets started in terms of value. So uh, I like both sides so far. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm glad I'm not on value tags. Um, Wednesday's my day <laughs> off uh, for value tags. And oh boy, there would be a lot of guys that'd be, you know, happen to ride up here because this game is just full of value. Um, it opens up the whole slate, but it also creates a lot of, um, you know, high exposures and stuff like that. So um, a great game to attack. All, you know, if you're playing large field tournaments, this might be a game that you kind of go underweight on, um, hoping that just something weird can happen here. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, we, we see some weird stuff where, like, nobody really crushes and, like, everybody plays, like, 25 to 30 minutes. So, yeah. um, you know, definitely, you know, you need at Brown's price at, you know, these guys' prices, like, you need Kimba to sit. Like, you need Tatum, Kimba, and Hayward to be out because that, that's how they're priced up. Yeah, for sure. OKC at Detroit, um, no total on this one. It's a back-to-back for the Thunder. Uh, we'll have to see if anybody ends up – like, I, I was looking. This game had just kind of finished up as we were getting done here. Um, we'll have to see because, like, Gallinari just got back from, like, a little bit of a banged-up ankle. Uh, we'll see if they play the second end of the back-to-back because they're playing Detroit. Bruce Brown Jr.'s out. Blake's out. Kennard's out. Knight's questionable. Derek Rose is out. This could be a spot that, like, all right, Chris Paul, take a day. Steven Adams, take a day. So, second end of the back-to-back, we'll have to wait here. But let's start here with the Thunder. Will, if nobody sits, I don't mind Gallinari's price. I don't mind Schroeder's price. If people start getting ruled out, we get a lot more interest in this game, in my opinion. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I mean, we know that 
OKC on a back-to-back against this team. It almost feels like they should sit some people. Here's my it case. Here, here's my case why I think OKC may play this game out straight uh, until it's out of hand, maybe. You know, they're fighting in the West right now, and I think every game for them is important, especially since they lost tonight. Um, they need – I think they need to win this game against Detroit to keep hovering in that, you know, six seed and trying to maybe push for five or push for four, well, you know, whatever they can do. I, I think they may play this game. So, uh, I, I do like Chris Paul here, um, you know, in this spot. I, I think this is a great spot for him. I've been, you know, somewhat attacking Detroit, the point guard position. He's 7,700. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, man, as long as he's going to hover in that 6K range and under, uh, I'll have interest in him as well. And this could be a game where maybe he plays a few minutes in garbage time and, you know, rattles off an extra 10 to 15 fantasy points with, with lack, lackadaisical defense. So I, I like him as well. And then, you know, Steven Adams at 67, he's been playing okay recently, but I just don't think he's necessary. I think we'll get more value somewhere else, but. Uh, those couple guys are, are the guys we look at, mainly the three-headed monster at guard. Yeah, you know, for me, when I'm looking at this spot, it, it's really just going to be determined on what happens here um, as far as, like, if anybody gets ruled out. If everybody plays, Schroeder's probably my favorite play at 5,900. Um, if, man, if, if, Adams gets, if Adams gets ruled out in this game, Nerland's Noel at 3,400. Um, could absolutely smash in this spot. So, a lot of different ways to look at OKC if some guys start getting ruled out. Um, on the Detroit side of things, their whole team is questionable or out. Um, we are going to have to wait here. Like, if Brandon Knight plays, you know, he could play 25 to 30 minutes here with no Derrick Rose. Um, if he sits, good luck um, figuring out. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really thinking it's going to be like, Walton Jr. or somebody um, who just signed like a 10-day contract. What was it? A, a few days ago, or I mean, no? You, you got to think next to Galloway and Tony Snell played 30 minutes with Walton. Like, Snell probably plays like 40 minutes. Um, he might not come off the the floor here. So like Detroit for me is really just going to be waiting to see what the starting lineup looks like. Waiting to see if Brandon Knight plays. Luckily, this is a seven o'clock game. I can kind of I can kind of wait. Well, I don't have to get crazy with this one trying to figure this out until like we actually get some news yeah for sure for sure <clears throat> i'm with you 100 percent. because i mean half the team is literally out it's, it's this is not an exaggeration they're out yeah <laughs> just, <laughs> how many active bodies is you know luckily luckily like let's give uh, rod beard some credit he is very aware of dfs um and he is one of the best beat writers out there so he will do his best at getting us as much available news as he possibly can. So, Absolutely. shout out to him. Thank you. Thank you, Rod. That's right. Um, Indiana at Milwaukee, 222 total here. Milwaukee favored by 10 in this game. Lamb's out. Oladipo's questionable. Corver's out. Um, anything standing out to you for the Pacers? Uh, nothing too major. I think if, uh, I think if uh, Oladipo sits, then – once again, you know, I, I will have, you know, slight interest in guys like T.J. Warren, a little bit more interest in Sabonis, a uh, little bit of interest in, you know, a guy like Aaron Holiday, like, you know, just a couple French plays. I think it would open up that value. But uh, if Oladipo plays, I think I'm just going to scratch off the whole Indiana team. 
Yeah, I could definitely um, see that as well. Like, it's just not a spot that I really like. Um, you know, if Oladipo said Holiday could play 30 minutes, but, you know, he hasn't really taken advantage of that. If if Sabonis wasn't so expensive, I'd like him in this spot. But, like, even him, like, he's averaging 41 fantasy points in three meetings against this team this season. So, you know, for me, I feel like – I could see this game potentially staying close. It stayed close last time these two teams played. Um, it's just I'm not really seeing a ton that I like. You know, TJ Warren at 6,100, but, you know, he's going to have, you know, Giannis potentially playing against him or even Middleton. Like, just tough matchups all around here. Um, yeah. If you do expect this game to stay close, um, you know, I always like to play Giannis in close games. 11-4 seems like a tough ask, but you go back to that Boston-Cleveland game. It's not going to be that hard to fit him in here. I just, for mm-hmm. me, I kind of lean more towards like that Dallas New Orleans game um, or that Washington Portland game with Lillard coming back. So I don't know if I end up playing Giannis today, but I don't think it's a bad spot for him. Yeah, man. This, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. This game is, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, a little ugly, man, for me. I, I'm with you, man. I think I think this whole game is a scratch-off. I like Giannis. I think you can play Giannis anytime it's going to get competitive, but I just think there are going to be other spots that we may want to take advantage of that may provide a little bit more profit potential in the long run. You know, like like you said, you know, Portland, Washington, Memphis, Brooklyn could be a big one. The New Orleans game. So I think there's some other games a little later in the evening that, that will help us. Uh, a little bit more. So I, I'm, I'm probably scratching this whole game off and making it a, a eight-game slate at the moment. Orlando at Miami, no total on this one. Aminu and Isaac remain out. Aaron Gordon's questionable. Hero and Leonard are still out. Uh, let's start here with your Orlando Magic. Obviously a lot riding on, you know, whether or not Aaron Gordon's going to play or not in this one. What do you like here for the Magic? Well, you know, we kind of talked about it on the last podcast, I think. Or, no, no, I may have talked about it on a live show, but uh, it's the day Aaron Gordon said, and I was like, hey, man, you know, Terrence Ross is, you know, kind of starting to heat up here, getting a lot more consistent. And um, sure enough, you know, he had a, had a really good game. If he sits, I like him. I, I'm, I'm always going to have a little bit of interest, I think, in Markel Fultz when guys are out because his price is pretty much staying suppressed. I'm not saying, you know, he's not a guy that flashes 40, 50 point upside on a nightly basis, but at 5,200, I mean, I think he can get you 30 plus fantasy points. I think he's, you know, someone you can look at. Uh, don't hate Fournier, uh, but my favorite play of Gordon Water said, obviously, is uh, Nikola Vucevic without question. Yeah, I think Vooch is fine. Um, I don't really love the matchup, but I think he's fine. You know, obviously, if Gordon's out, that opens up, you know, potentially a little bit more rebounds usage all that great stuff um you know ennis started the other night for gordon uh played 29 minutes shot the ball okay um didn't really do anything his price went up uh if he was still like 3900 or if he's cheap on like yahoo or Fanduel, like yahoo maybe you know they're slow sometimes they leave these guys min salary sometimes so i wouldn't hate um ennis if he was min salary somewhere uh, the Miami side of things, tough matchup here against the Magic. The Magic have not been as good defensively with Isaac out. Um, what do you like here for Miami? Well, I mean, I think the main thing, man, Jimmy Butler, 7800 I feel like this price is fair. Um, you know, it, it still gives us room for profit potential. So, uh, I like it. I, I uh, 
I, I was I've been playing a lot more Dragic lately um, since they've had some of these injuries, and you know he's come through for me a few times. Um, I, I think I've just been fortunate enough to to land him on the right days. Um, Kendrick Nunn, you know, still playing big minutes. I mean, I think he's okay. Uh, and then, but Bam, man, Bam has really, really elevated his game. I like what he's been doing. He will probably be my favorite uh, Miami Heat player in this spot just because of his versatility. This is another one of those games that I'm probably just going to cross off unless we get some news on, you know, Gordon. But, you know, for the most part, when I'm looking at this game, there's just no value that I like. I have to have. Terrence Ross's price is so high up. You know, Goran Dragic price is kind of where he's supposed to be. Fournier has a little bit of upside, but not enough where I think I would play him. You know, Jimmy Butler has been super consistent here recently, but at 7,800, like we need more at that price for than what he's been doing. So when I'm looking at this game as a whole, I don't really love this game. If I was going to play anybody on Miami, it'd probably be like a Jay Crowder type. Um, he fits the build and, you know, should play 30 minutes in this game um, against the Orlando Magic. But, you know, for me, I'm staying away from this one. Um, I know it's back-to-back games that I've said that, but it's a nine-game slate. I can cross a couple games off if I if I feel good with it. Absolutely. Um, moving on, Will, we got Utah at New York. 220 total here. Utah favored by seven and a half. Um, Utah, good to go from what I'm seeing here uh, night before. New York side of things, Knox is questionable, Robinson's questionable, and DSJ is out. Um, you know, a little bit of injury news here that we're going to be watching. Uh, let's start here with Utah. Good matchup uh, going up against New York. Anything standing out to you here? Man, look, uh, I'm just going to keep playing, you know, this this handful of guys. I mean, we got Mike Conley at 5,700. Yet again, still under 6K. Uh, I, I think I'll be interested in playing Mike Conley. Donovan Mitchell's 81. He's for sure going to be a scratch off here. Uh, don't, I don't hate Jordan Clarkson if you want to kind of get some usage off the bench. Overall, you know, this isn't the game I'm going to be targeting, but uh, Mike Conley is for sure on my list. Yeah, Mike Conley, he's obviously been um, super consistent. He put up at least 27 fantasy points um, in eight of the last 10 games. Like, the consistency has certainly been there for Conley. Um, outside of that, like, you know, I think that Bogdanovich is okay. His price is kind of up. We saw him get hot the other night. Like that's the upside of playing him. Like he gets hot and, you know, obviously that's, you know, those times you want to have him Donovan Mitchell. It's a good spot for him. Um, you know, it's just, again, like, well, I don't love these guys. I think they're good plays. I just don't think they're great plays. I don't think they're, like, knock my socks off. Like, Mike Conley, my favorite play here on the Utah side, I'm with you. Um, anything standing out to you for the Knicks? Nope. I don't think I'm going to play any Knicks on this slate. Um, too many other good games, man. So, we've kind of made this a a, a, uh, a six-game slate real quick. Yeah, and, you know, I like six-game slates. Those are my jam. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just like unless Robinson gets ruled out um, and Knox gets ruled out, maybe. If if Robinson gets ruled out, I think you can fire some shots at Bobby Portis in large field tournaments. Um, give Bobby Portis 25 minutes. He could be a point-per-dollar guy here and – it's fine. It's just there's a lot of value on the slate, so you're it's it's really large field tournaments for me on him. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, we saw what he was able to accomplish the other night against Houston, 18 minutes, 27 fantasy points. I mean, he can just really light it up if he's in the zone and not punching people. So uh, I'm with you. You know, Bobby Porter's 4K, uh, great value play if, if, if guys sit and we think he's going to get some minutes. All right, uh, moving on here. We got uh, Memphis at Brooklyn, 225 total here. Brooklyn favored by two. That's what this game opened at. The line was taken down uh, because of the back, the overtime for Brooklyn. Um, Clark is out. Triple J is out. And then on the Brooklyn side, obviously, uh, like I said, it's a back-to-back, and they pulled the line. Uh, they played overtime. Levert did play in the, the back-to-back, you know, against Atlanta and Miami here recently. Like we were kind of talking about, Brooklyn's fighting in the East. Um, they're trying to stay afloat as that seventh or eighth seed. They're, you know, the Orlando Magic and Brooklyn keep flip-flopping the seventh and eighth seed, but they're trying to stay above Washington and Charlotte and Chicago. Uh, that's how bad the East is in the bottom this year. Let's talk Memphis first because, uh, you know, obviously Memphis, they want to win this game too. They're in the playoff hunt. So, like, yes. I don't think either team takes this game easily, and I think that there's a lot of upside in some of these um, spots. So, let's start with Memphis. My guy is Ben Valanchunas. I've been playing him a ton. Will, mm-hmm. he was on his way to a monster game against Atlanta the other night and never the checked blowout. back in because that game <laughs> – oh, man, I was like – I was like, oh, here comes my my 60-burger. Um, yeah. Never had to check back in. He probably would have got closer to, like, 50. Um, let's start here with Memphis. What do you like? Yeah, man, for sure. I think, you know, JV is, is in my opinion, going to be, you know, one of the top centers on the slate. I uh, really like him. You know, Josh Jackson has come out of nowhere now and playing minutes. I don't think I'm going to chase that game, though, not, not in this spot. Main guys for me, for sure, JV and uh, and uh, Ja Moran. I, th- I think this is a great spot for Ja. Um, 7200 I'm not thrilled about the price, but, you know, it's kind of the same thing for him. He only played 24 minutes the other night, put up 27 fantasy points. You know, if the game doesn't get out of hand, he, he, he may cruise to 40 fantasy points. So I like Ja here this game. Uh, the good thing about it is even though Brooklyn was on a back-to-back there at home today, uh, I do think, you know, uh, NBA players, I, I think there's some validity in guys playing at home when they're, when they're considered to be a playoff contender. They want to protect home court no matter what. So I, I, I like Memphis here um, in a game that should be a slugfest with, with Brooklyn despite uh, the overtime back-to-back. Um, Melton, they seem like they're just not going to play him over, like, 25 minutes. Um, yeah, He's kind of too. risky, but – I know, like, give the dude the minutes. He's been playing really well. Um, you know, Josh Jackson, his minutes have kind of been capped right around, like, 24. Those are, like, large field tournament plays, but they have so much they have so much value on this play, on this slate. Um, like, the tournament flyers are there for this team, but really for me, it's Morant. It's Valanchunas. Um, if this yes. game stays close, it's Valanchunas, like – I talked about it the other day and why I liked him so much. Just like with Clark and Triple J out, like it was 32-31, played 25 minutes and like didn't check back in. So like he was on his way to 30-plus again. So Valanciunas and Morant, my two favorite plays here from Memphis. You know, on the Brooklyn side of things, like I like Levert's price at 72. I don't mind Dinwiddie. Like those are your two high usage guys. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we get any news here on the back-to-back, but I don't mind paying up for either one of those guys and kind of getting like a 
a really good 7K for, you know, four-person game stack here. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, obviously I th- I'm, I'm with you 100%. I think Dinwiddie and uh, Levert are the, the two primary guys. Here's a guy I'm going to throw in the mix here. I think if Uh-oh. we were going to play a, a value play from this game, I think it's Garrett Temple at 4,400, a guy that, that could, you know, stroke it from downtown a little bit, um, you know, and, and could, could, could get up to 30 minutes. It's possible. I'm not saying he will. And, you know, outside shooting has kind of been a problem for Memphis most of the year. So I like Garrett Temple, I think, at 4,400. I think he's a good, uh, you know, kind of a good leverage play on some of the talk we may get, especially if you're thinking about plugging in a couple pieces from this game. Are you worried about his shoulder? I know he hurt his shoulder in the Miami game, and then he only played uh, 22 minutes on Tuesday. Are you worried about the shoulder at all for him? No, I mean – Prior to that, I mean, he'd been playing, you know, minutes in the mid-20s to, to low-30s. I still think he gets somewhere in that range, um, unless he's really, really hurting. I mean, everything I see, I see you know, says he's going to be, be playing, so I'm going to roll with the fact that he's healthy. Yeah, and obviously this game, um, you 7.30 Eastern game, we should – get that news without any issues. I just, it was something like I had looked at Temple's price and like, I looked into it a little bit and it was just something that I was a little concerned with, but I'm with you. Like until he gets ruled out or he tells us like, you know, he's not going to play here. uh, We we should just kind of take it as that. Uh, Chicago at Minnesota, no total in this game. Um, You know, back to back for Minnesota. Dunn is out. Hutchinson's out. Cornette's out. Levine is out. Levine is out. Um, Markinen is questionable. Otto Porter is expected to play again, but I heard that, like, the minutes restriction is going to be there again. It was a foot fracture. They're going to be very careful with him. On the Minnesota side of things, it sounds like Cat's not going to play. Um, I was watching that Minnesota game. I didn't really see anybody, like, have any issues. Um, but, man, that game was is so fun to watch, Will. Back and forth, back and forth. So that New Orleans-Minnesota game. Um, Chicago side, Will, anything standing out to you here? Man, look, if these guys sit again, man, just fire up Kobe White in this spot. Gee whiz. Him, Sadoransky, those two guys, I mean, this, this is a prime time spot for these guys to really do some serious damage here. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Archie will play 20 minutes. I don't think he's a primary player. I do think when DK, I mean, if he gets you 20 fantasy points, it's a possibility you could still be have, have a winning GPP lineup. So I don't hate Archie, but main main guys, man, Kobe White, Sadoransky, those two guys are guys that, you know, I feel like have stable minutes floors are definitely going to be in the game. Uh, I guess kind of the same thing for Thad Young, but Thad Young is just a guy I, I try to avoid at all costs. I'm never going to make myself play Thad Young unless he's the minimum and he'll, he's not going to be the minimum. Uh, but, yeah, those two guys, Sadoransky, and uh, Kobe White, man, those, I think those are your primary plays from, from the Chicago side. Yeah, I'm right there with you on those guys. The other guy that I'll throw into the mix, um, I don't love his price on DraftKings. Um, I haven't checked on FanDuel or Yahoo. But Thaddeus Young, um, he's going to play really solid minutes here as, as long as marketing doesn't play. Um, Thad should play good minutes. And, you know, I think this is a spot you could definitely potentially look at him just minutes driven if this game you know is a faster paced game I don't see Wendell Carter Jr. playing a ton of minutes either so I think Thad's gonna have to play minutes if Markinen ends up sitting again so um the Minnesota side of things like you know I played a ton of Malik Beasley on Tuesday 
I played a lot of Hernan Gomez on Tuesday. Two guys I talked about on the pod. I like Hernan Gomez again. I know Nas Reed had a monster game on Tuesday. I'm a little concerned about chasing it, but Chicago is such a bad rebounding team and all these injuries. I think, like, you could really go back to the well on these Minnesota guys. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know, they're all still pretty affordable. you got Beasley at 6K. Um, I think that's priced probably about where you should be. Handle play, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 6, 6K, yeah. So, I think he's about priced where he should be unless D'Angelo Russell were to happen to sit, which I don't, I don't see that happening, especially since they got fired for him sitting on his birthday, I think. Um, but I – so, yeah, I, I like this side. I just think – um, I would use guys like Beasley sparingly. This is one of those times where I, don't, I think I make a group and, you know, maybe I, I set it up so I play a lot more Hernan Gomez than Beasley. Um, and, you know, maybe I play, you know, kind of Nas Reed kind of in between those guys. And then D'Angelo Russell at 9,100, I, I like it. I think he could do some serious damage here uh, at this price. It's just, you know, the opportunity cost of fading other people to play him. So, um I like D'Angelo, don't love the price. Yeah, um, obviously watch the news on this one. Man, I feel like that's something that we're saying a lot, but we have a lot <laughs> of teams on back-to-backs. Like, it's yeah. crazy. We go, go to this next game, New Orleans at Dallas, another team on a back-to-back. Um, no total in this game. We'll have to see um, as far as the Pelicans go. On Dallas side of things, J.J. Barea is questionable. Brunson's out, and Seth Curry is questionable. Um you know, New Orleans side of things, like, you know, Lonzo Ball was one of my top plays yesterday. Absolutely crushed. Um, I don't mind going back to Lonzo, but, like, I, d- I dug into Lonzo a lot yesterday, Will, and, like, he has been a guy that's been absolutely crushing in fast-paced games. Like, it's something that I really didn't, like, notice. And with this game being the second end of the back-to-back, Dallas pretty middle of the road um, as far as, like, their pace goes. So, what I what I did was I went on and I looked at, like, what Dallas has been doing, like, over the last month, and they've actually been playing a little bit faster. Um, so, I'm, I don't hate Lonzo here. But really, the guys that you're looking at probably are Ingram and Williamson in this spot. Yeah, I mean. Zion's kind of priced where he should be, though. Yeah, I mean, look, he put up 50 tonight, and and, and, and that's great. But <laughs> I, I'm i not going to make a habit of playing Lonzo at 8K um, any night. And kind of the same thing for Brandon Ingram. I feel like Brandon Ingram is now priced back, uh, you know, a, a little bit above what I feel like his, his market value is. So, uh, as I like this game. I, I do think I, I would trust Lonzo to hit value before I trusted Ingram in this spot. Definitely not playing Drew Holiday at uh, 8,300, um, and, you know, and, and with, with, uh, with Reddick being out, I do think it kind of stabilizes the minutes kind of in the backcourt a little bit more, so I think that helps Lonzo. I think it helps Drew, uh, but I just don't like Drew's price. Lonzo, I think, is, is okay, and I'm, I'm not playing Ingram and Williamson. I like the game. I, I don't love these prices. Yeah, like, I think you can take a shot on Josh Hart at 44 with J.J. out, too. Um, yeah. He was a guy that, like, he finished the game. Um, like, I was like, I was like, why is Lonzo not in the game yet? Um, why I was watching the game, I'm like, come on, man. Cost me fantasy points. Um, <laughs> all, jo- all joking aside, like, I think J.J. or Josh Hart is, is, is fine here with J.J. out. On the Dallas side of things, like, you know, Porzingis missed the last game. Luca took 20 shots, uh, did not shoot the ball great. Um Man, like, 
Luca has the upside in any matchup. Porzingis does not necessarily have the the greatest upside here um, with Lonzo and at his price. Like Dallas is a team that's tough for me. Like Tim Hardaway's priced up. These guys are kind of priced like one of Porzingis or Luca is going to sit, and it sounds like they're both going to play. So for me, it's more of the pricing here. Will um, yeah. is my biggest issue. Yeah, for sure. And, and I will say this, man. You know, I was committed to not playing Porzingis as long as Luca was on the floor. But uh, realistically, Porzingis has actually been playing fairly well here recently. Now, the last game Luca did, that he played, Luca didn't play. But even prior to that, man, you know, we've got some some really nice performances sprinkled in there with Luca playing in the 50s. So um, I'm still not going to play Porzingis, but I, I, I did notice he was beginning to play a little bit better. And maybe that was a part of the chemistry um, that they've been building all along. I, I can't answer why he had, had such a lack of production early on. But, uh, you know, with Luca, I mean, I think 10-9, I think it's a – I don't think it's a lot to ask, but on this slate, it may not be worth it to play him when you can grab, you know, a couple other guys from other games that are a little bit more affordable and possibly have the same upside. Dallas stays healthy going into the playoffs here. They're a team to watch as like a lower seed, depending on where they end up. They might end up at like a four or five seed that, yeah. that like seven to, to two range in the West is like wide open still. Man, um, you know, but- I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I think the OKC Dallas game first round. I, I think that could be a that that could be one of the best series of the first round if OKC plays Dallas. Oh my goodness, this could it could be a slugfest, man. I, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, like I can't wait to play some Luca in my captain spot in the playoffs. Oh yeah, uh, get excited thinking about it. All right, <laughs> last game here we got Washington at Portland. Um, no total in this one. It sounds like Lillard is going to be back here. Um, Collins and Hood remain out. Let's start here with Washington. Lillard back. Bradley Beal has been on an absolute tear. Um, you know, over fifty fantasy points now in five straight games. Um, you know, he's ten six. We have a ton of value on this slate. Where does he rank towards the top? Uh, I think he ranks probably in the top five in terms of tournament spins because with the way the slate is shaking out, I don't feel like he's necessary. But with the way he's been playing and, and the matchup he's in, it is a back-to-back. But, you know, Bradley Beal could easily get 60 on anybody. And uh, I, I, so I, I think in terms of tournament plays, he's probably top five. Uh, but overall, because of the price – I just think there are other guys that, that we could play. I do think – I'm wondering if Thomas Bryant is going to play tomorrow. Not that he's he was playing a lot of minutes anyway, but it's a back-to-back, and they've kind of been, you know, not playing him a lot since he's, he came back from injury. So if he's out, I think guys like Bertans and Hachimura could be just exceptional plays here um, because, you know, Morris Wagner, he hasn't really been playing a lot. But, you know, these two, Hachimura and Bertans, man – they're on my watch. They're on my watch list tomorrow because I have a feeling that Brian is going to sit. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, we'll have to obviously this, – this game is actually going on as we're recording, so if anything comes yep. out of this game. Um, the Portland side of things here, you know, Lillard coming back. I feel like this is a, a spot – like Lillard is ridiculously priced. Um, it was a groin injury. We'll have to kind of see – 
but I don't see myself playing him. CJ McCollum is such an interesting tournament play because nobody's going to play him with Lillard coming back, but they decreased his <laughs> price. Um, and he's getting a matchup here at Washington who still plays pretty fast. They have been playing a little bit better defense like we talked about on the podcast yesterday with Grant. Uh, what's standing out here for you on the Portland side? Well, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. What what to do with C.J. McCollum, what to do with Whiteside, you know, what to do with Ariza, what to do with Carmelo. Uh, you got, I don't think, and, and I'm just saying think, maybe Lillard plays 25 minutes here. But the more I think about it, man, Lillard is kind of a gamer. And I, he, he may come out of the gates blazing here now that he's, he's, he's back ready to play. I don't think we could play McCullum here. The more I think about it, man, I Lillard wants to play basketball. I, I kind of have a group of guys, him, James Harden, even LeBron. Like, those guys don't want to sit. They, they want to play. So, um, I think if he's completely healthy, I think Lillard's going to play the minutes, man. So, I think I'm going to have to face CJ. Um, I'm not going to play Dame either, but I think this – God, this is such a good game, but – Ariza and, and, and guys like Gary Trent, maybe the maybe the guys I look at because they're so affordable. All right. Let's play the good old-fashioned morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Will, give me your favorite play. Under 5K to 7X on this one. We have a well, favorite. Yeah, we do. I, I So here's someone that uh, I kind of – I guess I didn't really talk about him as much. But you've got these, these 3K guys, not 3K guys, these 4K guys from Cleveland, man. I'm actually going to go with Jetty Osman today at 4,100. I think, you know, I think he could really get there if these guys sit. If he's going to play 40 minutes against a depleted Boston team, he's not going to be uh, the sexy play. But I, I like him getting 40 minutes, man. I, I think he's going to be a really good play. I'm going to stick to that same game. I'm going to go to the same team, and I'm going to go Della Dova. Um, he's yeah. just – I don't see a route in him not playing minutes in this game. Um, and he's not a guy that's going to go out there and score 50 fantasy points. But at his price, with the the way that he passes the ball and gets the assists and stuff, luck into a few easy layups and, like, you're sitting – you know, you're you're at that double-double. So, I think at 3,500 Della Dova is somebody we're looking at here. Um, over 8K to go under 5X, Will. Who do you got for your bust today? Man, so many guys. I I think I'm going to take Hassan Whiteside. I think with Dane coming back, I think his production is going to have to go down. Yeah, man, I – it's hard. I, I, as much as I like Whiteside, I don't mind that call. Um, you know, for me – uh, I think I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go Porzingis. Um, I know it's a good matchup, and he could easily crush me in this spot. But I'm leaning Porzingis here. Um, just Luca, Luca there. I just think Porzingis is too expensive. That's the only thing. I don't think he's a bad play, Yeah. but I think he's too expensive here. Um, and, you know, we live in a salary cap world, so – uh, Will, give me your favorite 6X play on the slate. Man, now this is the one that I think is going to be the, the most tough because I think, you know, in order for this to work, we've got to anticipate some injuries. 
And so I think that's what's going to hold us back. But even though it was a, a uh, double over, not a double, even though it was an overtime game, I'm going right back to the well on Karis LeVert, man. Against Memphis, I mean, he should explode. So he, he's a guy I really like on this slate, uh, Mr. Karis LeVert. I thought you were going to take my guy. I really – the way that you talked about my guy when we were talking about the breakdown, I was like, he's going to take my guy in the game today. Give me Kobe White, uh, yeah, 6,200 like going up against Minnesota. It's a back-to-back for Minnesota. This game's going to be fast-paced. It's a nice pace bump for him. And there's just not going to be a lot of defense played here. So, <laughs> Kobe White took 20 shots the other night with Levine out um, and shot the ball okay. Um, I, I think Kobe White – crushes in this matchup against minnesota he's one of my favorite plays on the slate so i really thought you were going to take him from me today um give me your let's get weird gpp play of the day yeah man um this was another tough one but i think if this guy plays minutes uh i i think he could do some serious serious damage let's go mitch rob i know he's questionable right now like i, I know he's questionable but, man, if he gets minutes in this spot here because of the size, he, he, he could be on his way to a 40-point game if he gets close to 30 minutes. So, let, let's go Mitch Rob from the Knicks. All right. I talked about this guy earlier. I don't expect him to be popular whatsoever. Um, I know by this game you guys are already getting an idea of where a lot of my action is going to be. Uh, but give me Thaddeus Young, uh, Thad Dad. I like Thaddeus Young a lot. But make sure Markkinen doesn't play. Don't make that mistake. Thaddeus Young has gone over 30 fantasy points in five of the last six games. He's going to come in at lower ownership here. Um, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, game selection question, Will. What are you looking at today? FanDuel, DraftKings, doesn't matter. Um, cash games, tournaments, whatever you're, whatever you're liking today. Man, guys, you know, I'm going to give you two today because I'm going to keep – hammering the fact that if you have the bankroll this week, you need to be in the single entry series. Uh, the $100 buy-in, the windmill, it's paying out to 25% of the field. First place is 10%. Uh, pretty flat payout structure, man. So I really like the single entry tournament. Uh, it's always, always, always one of my favorites. And then if you're going, you know, a little bit, a little bit lower – You've got the, the $15, man, the NBA swing man, pays out to 23% of the field, 1000 the first, take 15 bucks, turn it into $1,000. Uh, first place is 10% of the field. Uh, I, another really great tournament that FanDuel runs pretty much every day. So those two, you know, the $15 uh, swing man, three-entry max, love that. And then, of course, the single-entry series, man. It doesn't get any better than that. All right, I usually talk tournaments all the time uh, when we're doing this, but I'm going to go cash games today. The DraftKings $25 um, single-entry double-up is a giant one today. 1,600 people. Um, you know, obviously, this is a double-up, but I, I like this one, Will. It's hard, um, it's hard not to like this one with this big, you know, 1,600 people. Rake at 13% is, is okay. It's not the greatest thing in the world. Uh, but, you know, this giant double up today, taking advantage of it. Uh, really like that one over there. Yeah. We don't have a ton of over-unders today. Is there anything standing out to you of the ones that we do have? Uh, let's see. I think – well, see, I only had two. I think you have more than me. I actually think I'd take Indiana plus 11 here. 
at least that's what the line we have right now. I mean, they got the over under at 222. Um, I think I'd take the uh, the under, and I'd take the points with Indiana. So give, give me Indiana plus 11, and I'd take the under. All right. Um, yeah, I don't – like, when I'm looking at this, I don't, just don't really see – you know, for the ones that we have, um, anything that I love. So I'll, um, I'll, I'll look at this more throughout the day and see if there's one that stands out to me. Uh, if I had to do one right now, if this Memphis-Brooklyn game does come out at like 225, I would probably take the under in that game. Um, we'll have to see what that total comes out to. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, nah, man, I'm good to go, man. Let, let's have some fun out there and, and see if we can get us a little takedown. We're getting close. I need, I need to hit that first place for uh mlb all right remember today uh 7 25 eastern they have the live betting show also anyone that lives in nashville uh prayers up to nashville right now uh just hopefully uh everyone and their loved ones are okay um you know scary stuff with that tornado on tuesday yeah. um early early morning um glad to hear a lot of the rg family was all good so uh, prayers up to Nashville. That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back talking some more hoops tomorrow. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.